Hey, John Kelly, Law Enforcement Life Coach, Sometimes Heroes Need Help podcast, coming at you today with one of the brief thought episodes that I've been putting out. You know, uh, this episode, we're going to talk about saving money and not in the traditional sense. I'm not talking about you stuffing money aside. I'm talking about ways that you can hang on to more of that money that you've been working so hard for. So today's episode is going to be about saving money, some some tips and tricks, and then a follow-up episode is going to we're going to talk about making money or or how we make more of the those dollars that we uh, are sometimes so desperately seeking. So we'll start off real basically with this uh, podcast and about saving money, right? How do we save money? You know, some basic principles I talk about is, you know, you can't spend more than you make. I know it sounds obvious, but unless you're the federal government of the United States, um, you can't just print money when you need more of it. And, and if you can, give me a call on the side because I'd like to figure out some things with you. But right now, can't spend more than you make. But so often, we do, right? We do, and then we find ourselves in these unwinnable situations. And it gets to be to the point where we, the stress that we create over that at times can be insurmountable. You know, how did I get myself here? What am I doing? And how, how do I get out of it? I'd like for us for a moment to change the way we look at money, change the way we look at cars, homes, and the things that we spend money on. And I, I got to tell you, I haven't always looked at money this way. Um, I don't want to, I am not a hypocrite. I'm telling you that the things that I've discovered over the years, um, I used to tie my worth to the kind of car that I drove. Somehow it mattered, right? So we have to kind of work on ourselves, know who we are so we can have some balance. And what ends up happening is when we start looking at money, in the spending of money to fill a void in our lives that we we've created when we use that money to make us feel better about ourselves that's the beginning of the end because what we're doing is we're addressing symptoms and we're never getting down to the reason why we do what we do and so that's why so many of us find ourselves in debt because buying shit makes you feel good and at the end of the day, eventually you run out of money to buy shit. And so when that happens, you throw it on the card. Because you're still not addressing the reason why you don't feel good about yourself. So the important thing that we need to really look at is why do we spend, adjust that, and have balance. Right? I mean, it's nice to have nice things. 100%. But that can only happen if everything else in our life is in balance and in order. So trying to delve into that and why we spend what we spend and, and the connection between all that. I'm not a psychologist, obviously. I'm just a guy who's figured a few things out over the years. 
You need to figure that out for you. Everybody's different, man. Everybody's got a different background and a history and life experiences that bring you to that place. And it takes you looking in the mirror and making some really, asking some tough questions and making some hard decisions based on your findings. We need to work on that balance. We need to chase our relationships as, just as hard as we chase that dollar. And if we strengthen those connections in our life, that need for money takes on a different perspective and a different meaning for us. Think about the way you look at money. Think about the way you spend money and adjust. Right? I also want you to think about our ability to adapt to the environment that we find ourselves in. You know, looking around the world, around this country, what's going on with inflation and the prices of everything being more. We need to adapt. We need to change. We need to make some concessions if we want to survive, right? You don't, you know, when the environment changes, it's incumbent upon you to change with it, to adapt, to be resilient, to have flexibility, to maintain your health and comfort. Um, you don't go to Alaska, you know, with flip-flops and a pair of shorts in the winter. When you change the environment, you've got to change how you show up in that environment. So some of the things I want you to start thinking about, taking advantage of the situation that you have right now. There's one thing that you could do, and I'm speaking to most of our first responders. Um, the last time I checked, the vast majority of you have a take-home vehicle. Most of you have an unmarked. So how many cars do we really need at this time, in this place? I remember distinctly, my wife had a car, I had a car, and I had a take-home car. Three cars, two people. Maybe it's time to reevaluate that situation and let the situation start working for us, especially those of you with unmarks, right? An unmark allows you to do so many more things without that, that risk, risk of exposure, as I'd like to call it, right? When you're in a marked unit, I've never recommended putting your family in that car, Um. You're on. You better have a radio with you. You better be dressed appropriately. And you better have a gun on you. And you better be ready to respond if you're tooling around in that marked unit. But if you're in an unmarked, that opens up a whole list of possibilities for you to save money, doesn't it? I want you to think about that. And this is all predicated on you following policy and procedure and all that other good stuff. But I know plenty of people, I was one of them, that had an unmarked at home and I'd go out and buy a new vehicle because. Why? Well, I had to show everybody how well I was doing, right? I had to show everybody how well I was doing. And, and that was a problem. That was a problem. That was a situation that I created a... Uh, the hell's the word I'm looking for? I felt inadequate. 
right? I got to show everybody how good I'm doing. So I'm rolling with the 7 Series BMW and I'm doing this and I'm doing that to impress people that quite frankly, I don't even know. Nonsense. But we do that all the time. Spending money to impress people that that have no standing in our lives just because. We do that with a lot of things. We do that with homes. We do that with cars. We do that with clothes. You know, this whole craze of letting everybody know how good you're doing. It has some pretty detrimental effects to it. And one of them is you spending money that you don't have. So knock it off. Be okay with the person looking back at you in the mirror. And start allocating those funds to things that really matter. Time with your family. Quality time. Right? Those things that we don't get back. The other thing I want you to think about, and it's something as simple as, you know, when we talk about saving some money, not spending as much money, is maybe not going out for meals not going out to dinner, lunch, breakfast as often as we've been doing. Dial it back a little bit. Instead of going out eight to ten times a week, maybe you go out four to six times a week. I'm just saying. you know, Maybe you make your coffee before you walk out the door instead of buying it at Double D or Starbucks or wherever you get your coffee. All these little things start adding up to you saving real money. The other thing I like to talk about is the things that you could probably do right now that you're outsourcing, like your lawn, your pool, cleaning services, minor repairs around the house, right? If if you want to save some money, try doing something, try doing a do-it-yourself project at home, one that you were going to contract out. Now, I'm not talking about putting on a whole new wing to the house and you're going you're gonna to go to Home Depot, buy some two-by-fours or some drywall and bang it out. I'm not talking about that. But when it comes to repairs and running maybe an, a water line or taking care of your property or fixing something, I mean, I found, you're going to think this is insane, I found YouTube, Listen, I'm pretty sure you could build a spaceship by watching YouTube videos, right? There is so much information out there at your fingertips to learn how to do things. I've got a buddy of mine. He's very technically savvy to begin with, but there isn't a project that he won't take on without first looking at YouTube and watching three or four different videos. And he saves himself and his family a busload of money by doing these projects on his own. YouTube's amazing for that. Take advantage of that. Another little tidbit I'd like to throw your way is these recurring payments that we have on our credit cards. I want you to start looking at your credit card bill and going through it with a fine-toothed comb. You know, what ends up happening is we get involved in a trial period with something, whatever it is. And we have to give our credit card to get that first week, first month free. And then we get automatically billed when that time expires. But I got to tell you, with life being as busy as it is, 
we don't keep track of when that time period expires. And if we're not paying attention, we start getting charged monthly installments on a service that we don't even use anymore. Right? That's especially true, I think, when it comes to streaming services. Go through your streaming services. How many do you have? How many do you need? Was there a promotional period that you signed up because you wanted to watch a series, the show that just came out? And now you're done watching that series and you're still paying for that streaming service, right? Something to keep in mind, something to take note of, something to inventory. That $40, $50 a month adds up. And if you couple that with reviewing what you do, how you do it, what you spend when you go out, what you spend on the lawn guy, the pool guy, the cleaning services, the minor repairs around the house, you're quickly coming up with saving hundreds, hundreds of dollars a month by taking inventory. That's on you. Complete control over that. That's on you. You can do that. So at the end of the day, keep a little bit more money in your pocket. We're going to review our finances. We're not going to spend more than we make. We're going to change the way we look at money, cars, homes, and expenses. We're going to figure out why we spend. Needing versus wanting. That's huge. We're going to take advantage of situations that we have at work. We're going to dial it back a little bit by going, not going out as much. Maybe me doing a little meal prep at home. Look at some services that we could probably be doing that we're currently outsourcing. Reviewing some recurring payments. And at the end of the day, get some guidance. Get some guidance. Dave Ramsey, Tony Robbins, guys that have been around the block a little bit and give great financial advice. Our next episode, we're going to talk about making money and how we hang on to that money that we make and how we get it to grow for us and work for us in a very smart, timely way. This has been a brief thought on saving that money. Thanks for taking the time. Take care of yourselves and each other. And we'll see you down the road. God bless. For more information on the Law Enforcement Life Coach Sometimes Heroes Need Help podcast or our Sometimes Heroes Need Help seminar or our one-on-one life coaching, you can reach out to us at lawenforcementlifecoach.com.